back to the balance and acts. Uh, happy New Year still, I guess. <laughs> Beginning of 2020. Happy New Year to And uh, that voice that you're hearing there, that is my good friend Chris. You know, it's a pleasure to be here. It's been in the pipeline for a while, but um, yeah, we're here now. And I'm, I'm very flattered that, you know, I managed to find some time in your busy schedule to, to get you down. But uh, yeah, do you want to tell the audience a bit about yourself, Chris? Okay, so um, I'm Chris. Uh, 20 year old, I study medicine, I'm in third year, um, half Ghanaian, half Jamaican. So mm-hmm. um, you know how it's like having African parents in the household. Um, <laughs> but um, yeah, so uh, just grew up in, born in England, grew up in France for a bit, and then back to Newcastle for uni. And um, yeah, here we are today. I think I met, uh, well, second year, last year? Yeah, last and year. And then, um, yeah. Yeah, man, do you speak any French? Hmm? Yeah, 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 I speak French fluently. French Damn. and a bit of German as well. Damn, this is a future Mexican right here. <laughs> we'll try, we'll try. Before we start recording, actually, Chris was telling me an interesting fact about medicine here at Newcastle. And it's saying that less than 1% of medical students are black. Yeah, in my year, there's only um, three or four out of like 250. So um, also in the years below. Um, yeah, so it's just that uh, we're just talking about um, goals and, you know, how to achieve them because you know I know Newcastle is not the most internationally diverse place in the world but um one percent of uh medics are black that's a statistic that I hope can rise in the future for sure yeah like one percent when you look at it like that it's just kind of like whoa is it is it is it the system is it the unis is it black people yeah you know is it a combination of all of it it's definitely a combination you know um definitely not one to play the race card but you know when there's um when you see the differences and like that statistics just you know it's mind-blowing to me so no i definitely think like why is it and i think it's definitely it's a bit of everything um i'm not trying to call anyone out but i think maybe the uni has you know okay let's put it like this you know in a medical school you have to have interviews and um, part of the interview process is like talking face to face with the interviewer. Now, there's whilst whilst I was doing my interview prep, you know, and I was getting like prepared by my teacher. Um, the teacher's like saying, "Oh, you know, I'd rather you refrain from saying these kind of words, and I'd rather you speak more, you know, Queen's English, perfect, perfect." Again, right, right. and so um, yeah, so I think maybe like growing up in an environment where you know we just use like our local language. Maybe that's a disadvantage, you know, to, to some extent. So I think interviewers, they do judge, like, based on, like, what they see, what they hear in front of you. So, yeah. <clears throat> I also think a part of it is just, like, the the upbringing, like... Because, <clears throat> uh, interesting fact, I used to actually be wanting to be a medical student. In high school, I did triple science. Like, I was... <laughs> I was on that path because, uh, well, you know, African parents, they're like, be a doctor and... Uh, lawyer. As far as I could say, that was like, yeah, I'll do it. And the whole time, the whole way through it, you know, teachers were like, you know, if you want to do medicine, you have to get A's here, A's there. You know, you have to do all this work experience. It's like, and then there's still like a 50%. So, no, so, it's something crazy, like 75% rejection rate. Mm, yeah. Like, basically, they're almost, it's almost as if they're putting you off it. And I don't know, I feel like maybe... Yeah, I feel you there, you know. Um, I remember I did my GCSEs, and I'm not going to lie, up until that point, I wasn't a serious candidate at all. And, um, yeah, I got a C in English literature, B in biology, B in physics, and, you know, medicine being, you know, a science-based subject. 
um, my careers teacher, my biology teacher, were like, yo, um, not gonna lie, I think we're gonna have to reevaluate your options because <laughs> medicine's not looking, uh, it's not looking good for you at the minute, you know. And um, yeah, so at that point, I had already set my mind on doing medicine, so it's just a case of you know. What made you want to study medicine? Um, it's a combination of things, you know. Originally, I just wanted to be like my dad, you know. He's an accountant, um, so I just wanted to be an accountant, be a finance guy. Um, I thought that was like my passion and stuff, but um, yeah, my dad was like, "No, nah, I think you can do, you can do, you can do better." No disrespect to accountants or anything, but it was like, um, you know, I see the effort and. The, you know the commitment that you have towards science and yeah I think you can do better you know his dad was a doctor and as well you know his dad was a doctor his mom was a nurse um, I have like a lot of health based professions um, in my family so it's like yeah come on um, what's the best health based profession and you know let's go from there so you know we decided on medicine and then you know got the grades uh, into process and you know the rest is history and he's you know he's here now he's he secured that bag. He secured this coat bag, and by God's grace, I'm trying to set up many more by God's grace. That's it, man. We're gonna put this one aside. <laughs> I'll be honest. The, the you know the only reason I wanted to do medicine back in the days was mainly because my parents convinced me, and secondary reason the salaries are nice. Like eventually. And y'all know I'm emphasis trying to get on, back. Emphasis on eventually, by the way. You know, um, <laughs> let's let's not be let's not let's be real. You know, after you graduate, I'm sure first couple of years, junior doctor. Um, we all know the working conditions and the salaries aren't the greatest, but uh, that's why you need to have a side hustle, and um, maintain some things on the side just to have an extra few yeah. different uh, sources of sources of income. But um, Bonus yeah, nuts. and then hopefully. Work hard and then let God do the rest, and later on we'll we'll reap we'll reap the benefits of our efforts. You know, how did it make you feel when your teachers say you need to reevaluate your options in terms of going into medicine? And did you at any point be like, Ross, I can't do this"? Um, yeah, for sure. Because I'm not gonna lie, like you're sitting in an office, you've got your career advisor, your head of the year, and your biology teacher saying, "Yo, you see your GCSEs, like you did well, blah blah blah." But um, you're gonna have to reevaluate your efforts, uh, your your options, sorry. And you know, obviously, there's like 16, 17 year old. Actually, I was fifteen at the time because I skipped here, so I was uh, fifteen at the time. And I was just like saying, like, yo, what are these these guys like people of authority um, are telling you reevaluate. So I'm just like, okay. So you know, it took me like five minutes, and after that, I was like, okay, thank you very much. And then after just like left the room. As soon as I got out of the room, like my mates were like, oh, so what they say. You know, obviously, like, one person gets called into the principal's office. What they say, what they say. So it's like, yeah, they're telling me just to reevaluate. And then afterwards, they're like, are you going to do it? And I just was like, no, nah, definitely not, you know. Um, I know I want to do it. I know I can do it. And I'll just, I'll do what I need to do in order to get there. So it definitely, it was like a five-minute thing. And then afterwards, it was just straight back on the ground. we love to see it. Like, that <laughs> was the kind of... Sentences I love to hear come out of people's mouths because it's like, yo, dream big, dream high. Like, someone will tell you, nah, you can't do that. Someone will be like, nah, the odds are not in your favor. But yeah, you've got to, at the end of the day, you know, you've got to shoot for the moon. Uh, and then, even if you miss your land and watch the stars, like, that's something that my mom's a teacher, so it's on like her classroom door. And as cliche as it sounds, it's true, you know, um, you got you got to shoot for the top, and then afterwards, um, the rest will take care of itself. There's certain people our age, and it's like, all they want is 
all they want is just just to go out with their friends and like I don't know like is that really you know, satisfying your life? I think it's like it's a question of long term glory or short term success. If you feel me, like obviously right now, if you wanted to, you can be like yo, I'm over tonight, top blah blah blah. Let's uh let's all let's all like focus on the now. But at the same time, you know you've got to think to yourself a year, <coughs> two years, ten years. You know, start the decade, twenty thirty. I want to see. You know, everyone's 10-year decade challenges are, and I want to see them all shining, so we've got to focus, like, long-term as well. 100. That's such a stuff for my dad, who's, well, not always from, but he told me a few years ago, he was like, life is not now. Life is in the future. And since then, uh, I've made a few changes in my life. I can't lie. Ever since I've made these changes, like, I've made the change to the balancing act, I've made the changes in my personal life. You know, a lot of you guys can tell by now I'm quite money motivated. I mean, before people are like, oh, you just want to be rich. It's, it's not as simple as I just want money. There's there's just things that money enables you to have. I think uh, on that, you know, I think money just allows you to have financial freedom. And then financial freedom is just a smaller part of that component called freedom. And I think being free to do the things you want that enables us to like ultimately be happy. So, <clears throat> of course, money's a stepping stone, but um, yeah, and it's an important one as well. Hence, uh, hence the reason we're so we're so money motivated to a certain extent. It's like you know, but you know, it's also it's not just a matter of just the money. Like, I don't know how to put it in words properly, which is not good because this is a podcast. <laughs> I feel should be put in words, but. <clears throat> I've mentioned multiple times, I want to drive a Mercedes-Benz. In fact, I want to drive maybe two Mercedes-Benz. <laughs> we have to have a lineup, bro. A lineup. You know, I want to live in a nice house or pool. You know, I, I would like that if if, if 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 I break my leg, I don't want to be worrying how am I going to pay my bills with this time taken off from work. Right. I want to be like, my leg's broken. Well, that, that, that's peak. But there'll still be lights on and there'll still be food in the fridge. Exactly. But um yeah, I think there's that and then also like I study medicine, so you know, I'm not only in it in it to like make money. Um part of my motivation, part of the reason why I want to study medicine, you know, is to be able to help others in like some way, shape or form. Um my parents were really big on um <coughs> using the blessings that you've been given in order to help others. So um I think my some some academic success that I've had and I've achieved, I wanna use that and uh hopefully continue and flourish it and then use the skill sets that I learn in order to help others in better their lives as well. Because, you know, what's the point of winning by yourself? You want your whole team and then, like, other you want to positively impact everyone else as well. Exactly. Like, everyone can secure their bag. But what you got to do is, you know, have a bag you want to secure and then go out there and secure it. Stop looking at other people. Stop having an issue with someone else because they're doing something that you're not doing. Stop blaming everyone for all your problems because look like life ain't easy sometimes things will happen to you it's not your fault sometimes things will happen to you and it's your fault and me I personally believe everything that happened to you is is partially your fault yeah to some degree to some extent to uh, some degree you sure. have to take responsibility for our actions you know and you know even people as stubborn as myself you know after I mean I can say I've definitely gone wrong the, the, what I want to know from you is, uh, Chris, uh, what, what are your ambitions for life? Like, What do you want to achieve? Uh, my ambitions, I think, first and foremost, as a son uh, to my parents who I look up to, 
and you know respect a lot. I wanna I wanna make them proud and um, yeah, I wanna make them proud. I feel like to some degree I'm on the way to doing that, but you know um, I wanna make them proud and then I also I really wanna just financially secure them. I just wanna be able to one day be like mom, you come retire now, um, dad stop working. You know I got you kind of. So I wanna do that. Um, that's in terms of my parents, and then afterwards, um, in terms of my brother, my he's older than me, and he's been looking out, he's been looking out for me from my day one. So I need to pay him back somehow, some way, shape, or form. And then after, as for myself, um, hopefully I want to become a surgeon. I want to have my own hospital in Ghana, mm. uh, it's where where I'm originally from. I want to, and then in this hospital, I want to specialize in like surgery for. Um, a specific kind of heart surgery because like there are children who are born with like heart defects so that really interests me and then afterwards you know I'll even though uh, this is like towards my career outside my career I want to have different ventures on the side um, throwing it out there into the universe so hopefully one day I can look back at it now but um, hopefully some kind of surgical equipment company and just uh, different <laughs> businesses, different ventures that I'm just interested in. You know, medicine, <clears throat> I love it, but you know, I'm also interested in other things as well. Yeah, you're trying to be rich, rich. <laughs> that generational, that generational, generational wealth. <laughs> oh, that's one of my favorite words. That wealth. Mm, yeah, just selling, selling generations up as well. Yeah, like it's it's like I don't know. Like when I hear that, I think to myself, you're a person with high ambitions and. You gotta set them high. You gotta set them high. And in your head, how likely do you feel like they'll come true? Without trying to sound uh, too arrogant, one hundred percent. You know, um, in my in my head, you you you're under seventy. It should be one hundred and fifty percent. For sure. Like, um, no, but I love that. I love that because I mean, like, at the end of the day, you just have to make your goal, understand what you need to do, what are the steps to achieving your goal, and then going out and executing it you know, at the end of the day. And I'm, I know for a fact that's a lot easier said than done. But, you know, with careful planning and then just going out and doing it, there's no reason why this can't come true, you know? Yeah, absolutely. And, like, <clears throat> it's, 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 it's... Yeah, like you say, it's got to be done with a lot of planning because some people have all these big goals and they expect some miracles going to make it. It's like, look... For sure, you know. It's, it's not... There's no... Well, I don't know. Religious beliefs differ, but what's for sure is... Hard work is hard work. Yeah, exactly. If if you're driven and if you if you're aiming for a certain target, and you know, and you got the right kind of mentors and, yeah. and guidance. If you're working towards your goal, at the end of the day, you're gonna achieve it. You know, somehow, somewhere. Yeah. Um, you get it. And when your goal is meaningful, you won't give up. You won't give up. For sure. For like, sure. like if if like what 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 what's your lineup of dream cars? My lineup of dream cars. Um, obviously. I like to be diverse, so I need to have a 4 by 4 So hopefully a top-of-the-range Benz or Range Rover. I also want a nice saloon car, Lexus, to match my dad's so I'm going to get in one day. Then after the sports car, I don't know why, but I'm just attracted to the Porsche, you know. Uh, something about that car, the curves on it, I don't even know. No, the Porsche <laughs> is sexy. It is sexy. Yeah, it's just a different kind of animal, so no. for sure. <clears throat> now, the reason I asked is just to say... If the only thing Chris wanted were them three cars, which are, you know, it's, like they're nice and like, you know, if you make that money, you go ahead and you buy yourself them. But if that's all you wanted, you'll give up halfway yeah, through. Yeah, for sure. Because sure. car, it's, it's not that meaningful. Like, 
I mean, and, and gold shouldn't be materialistic. You yeah. Know? Um, obviously, like it's easy to it's easy to say like, oh, I want money so I can get this, this, and this. But you know, afterwards, the end goal it needs to be something bigger. You know. Exactly, and yours is huge. <laughs> Set up hospitals in Ghana, like that is some amazing humanitarian work. And honest to God, I hope everything happens the right way so that one day, do that. one day, hopefully, you can do that. And I have no reason to doubt that you will. Like, you know, if I've invited someone on the balance tonight, then that means I, I, I viewed him as a bag secure. Uh, and it's an honor to be here. No, I'm coughing you guys to case back. Like, <clears throat> on my goal, as in the reason why I want to be stupid, stinking rich, uh, it's because I'm from Cameroon. And, uh, well, Cameroon is a country yeah, that's. West Africa in the building. Well, technically, Central Africa, that's Cameroon. It's borders. Yeah, okay. You know, <laughs> if we're saying West Africa, I'm like, yeah, if we're saying Central Africa, I'm like, yeah, okay, you know what I'm saying? Right. <laughs> you can move in both clouds, but West Africa in the building. And, uh, what's it? Well, Cameroon's a, a country with lots of problems, you know. The president is, is, is what I like to call a, a polite dictator. Uh-huh. Uh, there's poverty, you know, there's all sorts of uh, environmental issues with crops not growing in a certain area. Yeah. And there's there's a bit of a civil war at the moment due to the... There's an English man, a French part, and yeah. the two of them are, are in conflicts. And Cameroon, it's just, you know, it's a sticky situation right now. And for some reason in my heart, I, I feel like... You know, I was born in Cameroon and migrated here when I was one years old with my parents. And for some reason, I feel like I was sent here to be the saviour of Cameroon. I don't know why. Because yeah. from an early age, I always had dreams about I was the president of Cameroon. Yeah, so like, to your home. Yeah. And like, there was a time during my more radical years of first year uni. I, literally, I'm not even capping. I wanted to start a revolution in Cameroon uh-huh. if the politics did change. Yeah. Like... There's a little revolutionary over here. You know, I think, <coughs> kind of ironic talking about that in today's like Martin Luther King's uh, birthday. Man, but yeah, like when I make my wealth, I want to go back to Cameroon and invest it into the into the environment, into the people. Yeah, you into... see what um, Acom's doing, and um, yeah, he's just Senegal. Yeah, Senegalese, exactly. Like, I think he's like he's he's almost making his own city. I mean, like. Um, yeah, he started his own currency. Apparently. He started his own currency, his own cryptocurrency. He's already got like solar panel farms in, I forgot what country in Northern Africa. But um, yeah, and so he's just planning to bring all that and like literally make a city in Senegal. So I, that's like, that's when you hear him, when you hear someone do that, then you're just like, whoa, you know, that's uh, he's really putting something out there for the people. It's a whole generational thing. Like. And that's just Akon, you know? Like, Mr. Smack that. Yeah, <laughs> all on the floor. Man, now that guy, yeah, his music bangs. But you see that, and he's going out there and he's doing things for his people. You know, that's because securing a bag is not easy. It's not, like, yeah. especially when you're trying to, when you're trying to do the zero to 100, as in self-made millionaire, even billionaire, I don't know how far you guys are thinking. Uh that road is extremely rocky. Like I've not been on it. I'm talking like I'm, but I've listened to podcasts. I've read books. I've I've watched YouTube videos. Like this, the bag which I get is a difficult one, and it's a long road. It's a long road. potholes, even you know, it's not gonna be all um, onwards and upwards. You know, yeah. there's definitely gonna be bumps, but hopefully, 
<clears throat> but when the goal's that meaningful, you firm it. You firm it, you firm it, you firm it. Like... <clears throat> I feel like if, if you want to do anything, if you really, really want to do it, you'll find a way. Um, there's you always a way, and you know, you'll definitely find it. It's true. it's actually so true. Yeah. Like look at like look at niggas on the street. They're homeless, but they still manage to get drinks. <laughs> oh my! No, day. I take that just to illustrate. <laughs> it's not always has to be in the yeah, positive so light. Even that. in a negative light, you will find a way when you really want it. Yeah, that's it's true. It's true. It's true. It's true. <coughs> oh, bro, you killed me that. <laughs> <laughs> you know this is this is the balance match. You know this isn't. It's yeah, not gonna be all about negative. Yeah, you know. There's 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 no happiness about sadness. <laughs> That's something my philosopher friend Josh told me. Mm. Oh man. And you know, we're at the start of the decade here, and before we started recording, we was actually talking about uh Drake's yeah. end of the decade, start yeah, of the decade the whole challenge. Ten year challenge, and you know. When you think about it, ten years from now it, it may sound like a long time, but I'm sure it's just gonna fly by. I was just um I was talking and was saying at the beginning of the decade, you know, Drake was like, um, he posted a picture of like him going to go on tour and then, you know, next to it, his end of the decade one, it was um the picture of him, you know, next to his private jet, like Air Drake or yeah, yeah that his whole uh collaboration with that private jet uh, airline. So I think it's just mad like how You know even, you got that jet for free. Yeah, exactly. That's so, ridiculous. Even though, you know, Taze might seem like a, a far away um place. There's still, there's still, you can achieve so much success in that time, you know. So much, and that's if you start doing the whole doing it now thing. Because the issue with the reason why we don't want you to spend ten years is a long period of time is because you'll start procrastinating. You start thinking, yeah, I can scale the bike tomorrow. I can do it next month, next year. And before you know, it's two thousand thirty, and you're the same waste man you are today. <laughs> So, you know, do it now, do it today, because tomorrow is 2030. It's like you'll wake up and, you know, five years will have gone. You go back to sleep and then ten years, will, uh, five more years would have gone. And then, yeah, you'll be 30 years old. And then, you know, in this decade, I'm sure most of your listeners are around our age, so 20, yeah. 21. That's, this is the decade of most likely, you know, getting married or potentially families and all, all that kind of stuff. So, yes, it's a big decade, I guess, for... Our generation. Yeah, we're, we're at that tipping point, aren't we? Where it's like... The rest of your life is is in our hands. It's yeah. truly, truly in our hands now. Because like, the first two decades, we'll say, it's more. It's basically in your parents' hands. Your parents are doing this and that and deciding how, you know, things will go for you. But, you know, you're at a point now where it's like... Yeah, now... If, really, if you live at home with your parents, you can move up. They can't stop you. Mm-hmm. Like, most of these are above the age of 18. Like, you know, if you if you don't like the city you're in for your uni, you can move unis. Like, it's just to say you can decide what you're trying to do with your life. Yeah, now it's really about, I feel like we're, we're in the most control now than we've ever been in before. Mm-hmm. Um, in terms of, yeah, in terms of our age, we talk, in terms of also like the resources we have available to us, you know. I'm sure <coughs> um, if you have African parents, you understand like the stories of your parents that your parents used to tell us, oh, when I was younger, Electricity when I was younger, internet connection when I was younger. I had to walk to the libraries to go to school. Um, the books had pages ripped out of them. So obviously, you know. So to, but did you know, I don't understand. He was top of his class for sure. For sure, of course. 
Yeah, like, it's bro, confusing. When I was your age, I was top of my class. Watch everything. Everything. Yeah, I, was like, uh-huh, sure. I don't sure. speak Chinese, but my Chinese class, yeah. I was top of the class. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. But, you know, to a certain extent, you know, what they're saying, you know, it's kind of facts. I think it's just pressure as well. Because yeah, you like need to be able to handle pressure. Like, life is difficult. Yeah, fully. Like, if, it, if a bit of pressure scares you, down, life's going to be very tough, mate. Fact, you know, it's, um, what's what's that phrase like? Smooth, uh, uh, smooth seas never made a good sailor, or something like that. You know, you need to go through the storms and everything, and uh, have your trials and tribulations in order to succeed. It's true, and I guess another thing about being at the age that we're at now is we can handle, we can risk, like we we can afford to lose things, so kind of. Because, like you know, as you said, like later on this decade. So start next decade with our families getting married all the rest of it you know you can't risk the lack yeah. of livelihood of your family but now you can risk your motives for six months you don't have that much to lose you feel me so you might as well go all in now and I feel like even though even if you risk it all and I'm sure 9 times out of 10 it will be a success even if it's a failure I'm sure the lessons you learn from taking that risk will propel you further on later on in life so you know exactly. I don't think that you can properly fail, fail at something. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. Like failure is it's blessing in disguise, isn't it? And like, <laughs> I mean, it's definitely, I'm pretty sure you know. It definitely does not seem like that. I remember, um, I'm a medical student, so um, we've got exams at the end of the year. And last year, I was stressing. I was like, Dad, I don't want to fail. I don't want to fail. No, 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 I can't fail. Can't fail. Can't fail. But he he told me, um, my grandfather was a doctor as well. And one of his classmates was a Baltimore for most of his classes. He was, um, he failed out to reset exams. But, you know, in that failure, the lessons he learned were so great. He became one of uh, the top surgeons in uh, Ghana. And I think he was flown out. He, he was flown out to do operations and stuff. So it was like, wow. work hard. But, you know, even if you fail, just know it's, it really is not the end of the world. But, you know, obviously, when you're in that exam mode, you're like, failure is the end of the world. You know, hopefully never meet. But, um, yeah, there's, I'm sure there's more to life than one small L that you can take. Exactly. Everyone catches L's. <coughs> Everybody. Even the champagne puppy. <laughs> he catches L's. Like, everyone catches L's. So, minor. You know, like, do it, man. Take risks. At the age of, at the age of 20, 21, you can take a risk, you know. For sure, for sure. And truly, I think it's the things that you don't do that you actually regret. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Like, exactly. Like I've done things in my life that when I think back, it's like mm, that was not the correct decision to have made. Big mood. Big mood. But I'm. But you know. But it's the things where I'm like, I wish I had done this that actually affect me more than them ones. Mm, yeah. You know. Of course. You know. You look back at like you look back at you know certain actions that you might have done, and you're like, rah. You know. What were you thinking, fam? But you know. That's what makes you who you are today. Um, and then you can just go on and learn from them. So even though they are, you might think they're L's, they're just lessons at the end of the day. Maybe L can stand for lessons instead of loss. Exactly, yeah, for sure. I like that. I like that. Man. But uh, I hope, I hope you know, that's, that's brought me inspiration to y'all. And, and Chris, thanks very much for coming on. Like, 
your your back's care. Thank you for having me, bro. In the future, you know, we're gonna be listening back and uh, <laughs> laughing at how young how young we used to be. Bro, I sound old right now. Honestly, <laughs> you know. But yeah, it's, you got that that clear vision there, and we will we'll be we'll be listening to it in in, in your top of the range Range Rover for sure. Park next to your merch, isn't it? Park next to my merch, and we'll be like, oh man. What a time to be alive. Facts, facts, facts. <laughs> Man, have you heard Drake's new tune, Life is Good? Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, that, no, that's on bangs. Yeah, on another level. I was literally listening to that on the way here, you know. I see. Yeah. Since it's come out, I've listened to it every single day. Like, yeah, same. There's just something about it that's just so like, yeah. get up, secure the bike. For sure. You remember <laughs> weekends now, his first line, his first line about working yeah, on the weekends. weekends. Like, yeah, you know, I've got to do that. I've got, I've got to do that. It's like, I relate to Drake. Well, that means success is my future. <laughs> Man, but uh, thanks for listening, guys. Uh, you know, be sure to come back next week or pre the previous episodes if you haven't listened. And, you know, give your boy a follow or, or a subscribe. You know, money is a support out here. <laughs> On all platforms, is it? On all platforms. You know, Apple, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundClouds. I'm going to work and get into, on some more of them obscure podcast platforms so they want to uh, proper into the podcast. Got a plug advancing act everywhere. Everywhere. Uh, I'm also on Instagram. I don't know if you guys know that. All the links to that stuff is in the description. But yeah, like, feel free to... I'll put Chris's Instagram there if you don't mind. Safe, yeah. yeah I'll put yours in there. You know, if you have a message, uh, something you just want to ask or say or you had a thought you wanted to give, feel free to just get in touch, you know. We're, we're open we're not we're, we're not gonna air you <laughs> <laughs> but yeah take care in a bit